0: Hey guys, I'm here today with Dr. Matty Moore, a GP and specialist of natural medicine in Australia. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. It is 10 p.m. where he is, and it's 9 a.m. where I am. So we made it work. So
1: absolutely, buddy. I'm I'm a a little bit ahead of you, but um, a lot a lot behind the states, to be honest, in, in this space. So it's it's good to to see what you're doing and and spread some. Uh, you know, some education out there.
0: Thank you very much. That's the goal. So Dr. Moore, tell us how this all started for you. What made you want to be a doctor and what made you want to specialize in cannabis?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, the the passion for being a doctor started a long time ago, buddy. Like I was, I was a kid, really. I had really two influential um, fathers uh, of friends of mine and, you know good community members and, you know, uh, always showed up and, you know, learned to love them and, and the love by their patients. So, you know, that was a big influence. And then also my own GP who, who was a heck of a guy and, um, I loved him uh, for his explanations of why he was doing what he was doing. And, and, um, yeah, that just kind of struck a chord for me. So I, yeah, I loved biology growing up and animals and plants and, you know so you know I, I stuck with what I was good at and um you know always wanted to do that for such a long time so then you know uh a little bit of a circuitous route to to get there you know uh went through the Caribbean went to Caribbean medical school oh wow and um yeah it was good man and and uh you know really got got to see a different part of the world always had a little bit of a travel bug from my parents so um you know yeah so got got it done and then um married a girl that that loved australia from from texas too and and then we moved and uh with our little one in 2011 and uh, always kind of keeping an eye on what was going on back home and i I actually left left right when it was kicking off so um you know i got to kind of see see how things were going from from that perspective and then you know in australia things things are are behind maybe a decade or so so
0: well, you know
1: i was i was um working emergency here initially and then got back to gp uh, and in 2016 the government allowed us to prescribe medicinal cannabis and then that kicked it off for me so um yeah i've got i've gotten to see see things go go that direction from from two different uh you know countries so it's been it's been great
0: awesome so you specialize in cannabis. What do you do mm-hmm. for work?
1: So so I'm, I'm a general practitioner. I do, you know, a little bit of everything, soup to nuts medicine. I see kids, I see adults, I see, you know, uh, geriatric patients. And then I also work in emergency, um, you know, uh, casually. I, I was on a roster for a couple of days a week um, here for the last couple of years, and then I've now put put some extra time into my GP clinic. And within that clinic, I'm seeing medicinal cannabis patients and, um, you know, prescribing for various indications. So it's been, it's really been a motivating part of my, um, my clinic, you know, as, uh, you know, over the years, you know, you you do a lot of the same things over and over again. So it's been really exciting to kind of get, um, back my head back in the book and, and learn a different type of medicine and and be a bit of a trendsetter here um, yeah. and uh yeah it's been it's been really I think helpful and and um exciting for me
0: that's great so you prescribe medical cannabis what processes mm-hmm. do you go through when getting a new patient
1: so so we um medicinal cannabis is not an approved medication for us to say a a patient comes in and we we you know prescribe it print it off from our printer give them a script right Mm -hmm. so we're unable to do that we have to apply for it first and so there's a couple of different ways that we do that here in australia through through a couple of different pathways and so um and it's not always been that way, Leah. It's, it's, uh, it's been difficult to access from the get-go and then they changed things for GPs here in 2018 to where we, we could prescribe it without a specialist. Um, and since I've been doing that, it's been, um, yeah, it's been really fun. So, uh, you know, we, we, we have certain indications that we can prescribe it for. It's pretty highly regulated. And, um, you know, if patients have that indication, and then they've tried conventional medications or first-line guidelines, therapies that haven't worked or had side effects, then then, I, then, I, then we can access medicinal cannabis for patients.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. So when you have someone come sit down with you, what information do you ask from them?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, there, there's um, a lot of history that we go through. You know, we talk about um why they're here to to talk to me you know what what brings them in what condition that they would like help with mm-hmm. so we go through that condition we go through you know the history there when they were diagnosed what happened what medications they've tried what therapies they've tried and then and then and there we go through okay let's um let's tease out a few things you know what what are your kidney function your liver function um you know what kind of if, are you on medications that potentially changes the way your blood clots Um, and so and how much alcohol they have if they've had a substance use disorder or psychosis and you know all of those really important things to tease out as you're starting um cannabis you know um also really importantly is if they've had experience with cannabis before like if if they've if they're using it as a medicine if they're if they're um obtaining it from the black market as as medicine or self-medicating um, you know, so that, that here is, is pretty common, you know, back, back home where, where you guys are now, it's, um, there's a lot more access to it and it's more accepted. And mm-hmm. so we're a little bit, a little bit behind there, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how, how things go on my initial visit. We, you know, um, I don't require there, there to be a referral letter from their own GP or specialist, or, um, but it's really nice to get a good thorough history. So that takes time, you know?
0: Right. So, do you ever get patients whose DPs wouldn't consider like alternative therapies for their illness?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that's where I kind of fill a niche here. Um, where we're living is, you know, a lot of folks um, aren't educated, really. You know, and I'm speaking about, you know, doctors in, in the same fields or they're not comfortable or they're not educated, and right. and so they haven't haven't either been been able to to take the time to do that or they just don't have the interest or they just simply don't, don't believe in its use. So there's still that out there. So, you know, that's where I come and come in and, you know, um, they know that, that I'm doing them doing that and, and, um, that I have a little bit more comfort doing so. And, uh, you know, I've been been reading and, and doing it for a while. So, um, sometimes it's just like, Oh, let, let Maddie do it. You know, he, right. he, he knows what he's doing.
0: <laughs> it takes a lot like of time to learn all this stuff about cannabis. Cause I mean, doctors are already super busy so like they have to have some kind of passion for it i feel like to take the time yeah,
1: absolutely yeah it's a it's a complicated plant you know and as as we yeah. as we start doing the research worldwide we learn more and more about it and it's it's actually a fascinating plant, and it's been used for thousands of years as you know um and uh it's got so many different uses and um not only for medication but for textile purposes and cloths right. and Man, we it's it's uh it's old hat, you know. We've been we've been we've been uh, friends with cannabis for thousands of years, okay. you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, can you go um, a little in depth and explain how cannabis works in your body? Sure,
1: mate. Yeah. Um, so we we the reason why phytocannabinoids or plant cannabinoids work in our bodies is because we have a system that uses our own endocannabinoids or cannabinoids that our bodies make. And there's a couple of different kinds and, and that plugs into receptors uh, within our nervous system and our immune system um, that, uh, you know, slows down some of those um, nerve processes. And so it's, it's, um, it's really kind of a, a thermostat or a, or a system that helps things run more smoothly and it's got its little hand in everything. So, um, you know, it, it's got uh, two different receptors in our body, CB1 and CB2, and then, you know, you've got endocannabinoids and, and then, you know, the, of course, CBD and THC that, that plug into those receptors as well. So it's, it's, um, yeah, it's pretty neat that, that we're able to use a plant that we already, we already kind of use already.
0: Right. So you would say it's like an extremely natural process.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the fact that we, we have cannabinoids that our own bodies make, okay, it makes sense that um, cannabis would be used as a, as a medicine or, or to plug into that, that system to make it work better.
0: Yeah, exactly. So what forms of medicinal cannabis are prescribed?
1: Yeah, look, there's a there's a lot, buddy. I mean, there's um, not only flower or, or bud, there's oils, there's tinctures, there's wafers, there's capsules. Um, you know, there's even sprays that are absorbed in the oral mucosa. So there's a lot, a lot yeah. of different types of medications and, and a lot of different um, ratios of those um, cannabinoids. You know, we've got CBD and THC, THC being the psychoactive part of the plant. You know you've got terpenes and flavonoids um which which all have their own therapeutic benefits so there's a lot to the plant you know
0: right. what dosage for each product would you recommend for first-time users
1: yeah that's that's hard to say you know every every system is different
0: yeah
1: um you know you, you've got you've got kids who are very very careful with mm-hmm. you know because of their developing brains and so we we tend to not use as much THC in that system, mm-hmm. you know? So we start, we always start low. We, we, um, we, we go slow in, in our titrations of of cannabis. So it's hard to, to really predict mm-hmm. how a patient is going to go. Okay. We certainly look at their weight. We look at their cannabis use before we look at their kidney and liver function. You know, mm-hmm. we look at that indication and say, is this patient treated with some pretty strong for instance, pain medications like for chronic pain. So therefore, you know, you can you can um, choose your ratios of medication based on that. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you go from CBD majority medications, which have very little THC, all the way to high THC medications that actually have real benefit in some of these indications like your movement disorders and your um, severe uh, neuropathic pains and you know, MS and and in our, our cancer folks are really benefiting from, from having cannabis because it it helps their appetites. It, you know, it helps things work better. It helps them with their pain. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of uses that we're finding out.
0: Awesome. So what group of people do you write the most prescriptions for?
1: Well, you know, it's funny when I got into the game, I, I expected it to be a bit, you know, counterculture and and, um, you know, more young, younger people, but honestly, Leah, like I'm, I'm writing scripts for 55 and above, yeah. at least in Australia, I, I'm, you know, I don't, I haven't kept a real eye on, on statistics back home and what indications most people are, are prescribing for, but I, I'm pretty sure that it, it probably parallels what we're doing here in Australia. And, you know, chronic pain would certainly be our number one. It's about 60 to 70% wow. of our prescriptions. And then, you know, then the next would be your, um, your cancer type uh, treatments for pain and for sim- um, symptoms that are related to the treatment, like chemo. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and then you, you've got your anxiety, your PTSD, your neuropathic pains. Yeah. So those are your main, your your main uh, percentages of what we're prescribing for in Australia.
0: Awesome. So are there any adverse health effects or complications
1: of using medical marijuana to be aware of? Yeah, I mean, Leah, we, we always try to find out what pe- what medications people are on. And if, mm-hmm. say for instance, a patient has, uh, they're on anticoagulants or things that make their blood clot a little bit slower or less, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we're really careful with those type of medications. So those, those can be something that we really have to keep an eye on because those, those um, the way patients Clot their blood can change quite Mm -hmm. quite quickly sometimes because of the way cannabis is metabolized through the liver, and those type of of coagulants um, are are metabolized through the liver through through a very similar or the same enzyme. So, you know, we we tease we try to tease that out in our history. Um, You know, we we talk to patients about potential side effects, which is your question. You know, obviously sedation. you know, we, we're really careful in, in, in that type of uh, symptomology because of our older patients who are prescribing for, we don't want to cause patients to fall.
0: Oh yeah. Um, you
1: know, it can cause them to be sleepy. You know, it can be um, on top of, you know, the, the pain, pain relief and analgesia, it, it can, it can make people um, the slower reactions, you know, dry mouth, it can yeah. change, you know, your, your bowel habits. Some people have uh, quicker moving bowels and slower moving bowels. So, you know, those are the types of things that we talk to people about first and, and, and try to understand if they've had any of those things before. Um, but the cannabis is really well tolerated. You know, there's, there's not a whole lot that that cannabis we have to worry about. I, I mean, you know, it may increase your appetite, which is the point in some of our patients who are, have, you know, cancer diagnosis and are, you know, losing weight because they don't feel like eating. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mate. I mean, it, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's evolving, you know, we're, 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 um, we're learning a lot about the plan and, and uh, helping people understand, um, you know, how to take it, mm-hmm. when to take it, and um, what to expect. And And, and it's a very, um, not a dangerous substance. You know, it's, it's less addictive than coffee. I mean, yeah. of, our, <laughs> of, our, of our psychoactive substances, you know, it's the least addictive. There's the least amount of dependence. And, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest, you, you can't overdose from, from THC, you know, yeah. you, you really can't. And there's, there's like, not, not similar to opiates, you know, opiates mm-hmm. uh, bind to our our breathing center in our midbrain and uh, can cause people to, to die that way. Right. Um, so you, you can obviously overdose from opiates um, yeah. and benzodiazepines like Valium and things like that are much more addictive or much cause much more dependency. And so, um, you know, c- cannabis has a really bad name for that. It's, it's not right. really that addictive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I think I, looked that up and I found that that's why you can't overdose on cannabis because it doesn't isn't the, the. there's
1: no there's no receptors for cannabis within within our um our, our brainstem
0: right right yeah yeah I love it. I was like oh that makes so much sense <laughs> yeah so are there any cases where people get rejected from using medical marijuana uh,
1: are you do you mean um are they not approved to take yeah. the medication yeah, there are. I mean, that, that we try to te- tease out as much as we can um, from people you know, themselves. We take them for face value. But sometimes when we apply for people, we find out a little bit more about um, their history. You know, if they've had drug dependence, if they've had substance use problems before, you know, the government will will flag that and say, hey, look, you know, um, you, you got to be careful about this patient because, you know, they're on suboxone or yeah. methadone you know, something like that to help them. And and that's another schedule eight medication um, or a very highly regulated medication that you got to be careful for. So um, yeah, does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, it does. Perfect. So you get a prescription or the med card. What is the cost of having that?
1: Yeah, look, I think right now it's pretty expensive in Australia, you know, because it's an unapproved medication. There's not many companies that are producing medicines, whether it be flour or oil or or others. Mm -hmm. Um, There's only four in Australia. So I think, you know, the economics of it right now, they may be trying to recover a bit of their initial um, investments. Mm -hmm. Um, And as as more and more patients are on the medicine, more and more companies are producing it, you know, the market is diluted and the price comes down. And and, in every quarter, Our medication prices are are coming down so that that's good and and now our private insurance companies over here on on board and they're helping their patients or their clients um you know pay for their medications whereas it wasn't that way now so i think you know if if someone were to ask me is is it expensive i would say absolutely it is you know it's definitely something that i talk to people about initially Um, And I don't know if that's if it's that way back home in the States, but it it certainly is in Australia. So that's something that you got to talk to people about.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, But I think, you know, over time, that will be um, that will be much more affordable. And 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 furthermore, if we, you know, as we're accumulating data and all the research that we're doing on on cannabis, you know, that that becomes a more acceptable first line therapy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it won't be something that we have to apply for. Patients may be able to just come in at some point and get a prescription, but we're a long way away from that right now in Australia.
0: It'll come. The time will come. Huh?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, I think, I think that's, that's what we're all trying to do is, yeah. is educate and, and um, you know, help that bias really yeah. uh, dissolve and fizzle out because mm-hmm. it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty good medication. Um, and, you know, for instance, for chronic pain, you know, I've been getting a lot of people off of their opiates and all of those other dependent medications that are really addictive. Mm -hmm. Cannabis really helps people do that. So, um, I think if you step back and take a big picture on it, you know, gosh, that has real value. Getting people off of those medications has real value They have better quality of life, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my opinion. For
0: sure. Oh, Yeah. So how can someone stay safe while using cannabis? What activities should they avoid?
1: Well, I think, look, like any any medication, any therapy, you have to respect that therapy. You have to have a relationship with that therapy. It's important that, you know, you don't let it get out of hand. You take your medication as prescribed. You take the right amounts that you and your doctor have talked about. So that's that's really important. I think that's first and foremost. Um You know, but I I always encourage people, you know, to to get good sleep, to have have good um, balanced diet. You know, get the things that your body requires to feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, Get get exercise. Get out there. You know, keep that that mental health and physical health as as good as you can. So, um, you know, we we do a little bit of of life coaching as GPS too. You know, yeah. Um, And I think that's really important that that patients have um, a a positive respectful relationship with their medication.
0: Right. Great. So what would you say are some good sources to get more information about medical cannabis?
1: Well, well, there's, there's tons online, buddy, you know, as, as we compile data, you know, those databases, those research um, resources get bigger and bigger. And, you know, there's, there's some really good websites online to, to help patients understand you know what what's what's it all about you know why is this plant getting so much you know uh, media and why are more and more patients benefiting you know why does it work understanding your your body your brain you know your immune system the endocannabinoid system is is amazing and we're learning more and more about it so um you know the, those those websites there's one in the states called healer.com um which which i you know i frequent um, mm-hmm. There's there's one in Australia called Hanali.com, which like uh, Puff the Magic Dragon lived in a land called Hanali.
0: <laughs>
1: um, so that that's the, a, a group of of um, of guys that are, are are putting out that website Hanali are, are are really um, right minded and getting getting some really good education out there, you know, and and telling not only patients but but doctors and, and educating everybody because look, man, we've got a lot, a lot of uh, catching up to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of resources. There's, there's books. I mean, I just encourage people to read, yeah. you know, at, at the very, at the very least, you know, yeah. find out for yourselves, challenge yourselves and, and find out, you know, why, why, um, why have I felt a certain way about this, about this plan? You know, yeah. why, why have I felt, I felt, bias against it you know you know you never know what what's affecting that so find out for yourself read and um, there's a lot of good resources out there
0: for sure like my the way I thought about cannabis you know like five years ago compared to now I used to hate it I thought people who did it were like you know losers or whatnot because that's what we were told right to stay Mm -hmm. away from drugs and whatnot but when I discovered that this is actually a medicine and I started doing research every time I looked up something more like evidence showed me that this is a medicine and I just fell in love with it I was like oh it helps with this it helps with this it helps with this yeah it just blew my mind and I knew from that moment like, this is what I want to do with my life I want to spread the education I could help you know save someone's life potentially you know you never know what having education on this plant can do for other people. Like that's why I research on different uh, conditions that cannabis can help with because it's not for me. It's for someone else who may stumble Good. across my page or my podcast and get that information where they might not know that cannabis can help with, for them, for that condition. Mm-hmm. So well good on you buddy
1: that's really great what you're doing you know you you um you have a lot of information on your on your podcast on your instagram stuff about different strains and what to expect and you know i think that's really helpful and and to to get it out there and be bold about it um you know not be so embarrassed or hush hush yeah you know it, it's you know it's it's a, it's a plant and it's a helpful plant um and we we've got a lot a lot of um of learning to do about it so yeah, it's good. I think, I think getting, getting your, your information, it, um, the right information is very helpful. I mean, getting it, you know, honestly, from, from a doctor's perspective and um, finding, finding those doctors that really are, are passionate about it, who know what they're doing, who are, are keeping up to speed. Um, You know, that's where I, where I get my, my information from, you know, because I don't know everything. And, you know, part, part of our job as doctors is to always read and always educate ourselves so that, you know, we, we tell our patients exactly what's, what's best and, and um, help keep them healthy.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you for doing what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. Thankful for you coming here today and taking the time. I'm so glad we made this work. You just dropped a lot of good knowledge on everyone.
1: <laughs> no worries. It's, it's my pleasure. I, you know, I'm passionate about it. I love my patients. I love my job. And, um, you know, it's a real pleasure to to be able to give them something that helps them. You know, it's not for everybody. It, it may not work, but mm-hmm. if you're at the end of the line in your medical treatments and, you know, you've got this one one thing, potentially cannabis, You know, I talk to your doctor about it. It it might actually give you some quality of life. And that's what it's all about, Leah, you know?
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. No worries. All All my best. Yeah. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.